This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. That is your radio flagship home of the Dallas Cowboys. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl winning NFL scout Brian Broaddus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, 2 to 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday on 105 Through the Fan in Dallas. And uh, he is also the pre- and post-game co-host on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. And he absolutely loves how much I use my hands when I'm talking and saying things. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Bobby. And again, that is Bobby Belt. He said all those good things, but he didn't say enough good things about himself. He is your uh, he is on 105.3 The Fan, uh, Sean and RJ and Bobby, 530 to 10, Monday through Friday. He is, as mentioned, a Cowboy insider. He is also uh, one of the better uh, commentators we have on uh, the draft show, and he is also a co-host of this award-winning program, which you folks have so graciously embraced, and we thank every one of you for it. And we especially thank our folks at Boomer Jacks for letting us come along with the ride. Oh, absolutely. And we had a great time out of Boomer Jacks uh, on Tuesday night. It, it was an awful game for the Stars, but it was nice to hang out there, uh, get to see some folks, shake some hands, hug some babies, uh, you know, all of that, and uh, take some photos. So it was really great to see you guys. And we'll do one of those again here, again in the near future. All right, Brian, OTAs are here. We were allowed to see the loan practice for the week that we can see as media. Uh, for the Cowboys out at the Star in Frisco. Uh, a few different things that went on. We'll, we'll take these first two segments really before the mailbag and just kind of go over some of our thoughts, some of the things that went on out there. Uh, what really grabbed your attention? Was there one main thing that you looked at and said that was the the most notable thing that you saw out there on Thursday? Yeah, I was really uh, – I was kind of expecting to maybe see Tyler Smith playing left guard. I know for the hour that I was out there before I had to leave for my show, I did not see him play left guard. He played left tackle. Uh, it, when uh, you had Matt Farniak was the starter at left guard. So uh, Tyron Smith was the starter at right tackle out there, uh, but he was not participating in anything. Again, I'm just looking for where guys are lining up, you know, and that's kind of the lineup I saw. I was uh, part of like you were Bobby, uh, uh, myself and Zach Wolchuk, who worked with us on the draft show and then also at 105.3 The Fan, he and I split up. He went on one end of the field. I went to the other. And I ended up work, working with the young guy, like the young guy side of the field uh, mm-hmm. down there with Mozzie Smith, Junior Fajoko, uh, those guys, the rookie guys. On his end of the field, though, uh, was interesting was the guys like, um, was like Luke Schoonmaker. Uh, up on on that side of the field. The so lone, if the you're lone talking rookie. about a veteran, 
Yeah, if you're talking about a guy that that was the lone the lone rookie guy, it was Schoonmaker, and everybody else was down on my end of the field. But I'll tell you what I was super impressed by, uh, Bobby. I I do think there is uh, this when you watch a guy like Deuce Vaughn and really in these OTAs mini camps, you're looking for where they're lining up and you're looking for athletic ability and you're looking for those things of like, oh, look at this. Look how quick this guy is. Deuce Vaughn has legitimate quickness to his game. He is short. That's clear when you see him live. But when you watch him, there were drills that they were running where defenders were trying to cut him off before he got around the corner. Uh, well, they weren't able to do that the couple of different times that I watched. I know you'll probably talk about Deuce Vaughn and a pass he caught. You got to stay behind and watch a little bit more than me. But I, I, I was impressed. Uh, I, 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 I'm glad I got to see where the offensive line lined up. I'm glad I got to see Mozzie Smith. I'm glad I got to see Junior Fajoko on my end. And I'm glad I got to see Deuce Vaughn. How about that? Yeah, I think that's all, uh, you know, really positive stuff. Like we mentioned, Schoonmaker being over with the veteran group was really interesting to me because that's that's the only rookie over there. And it is not an issue of they didn't have tight ends available. They had all their t- veteran tight end group over there and Schoonmaker was still over there practicing. So the fact that he was with them and getting in important reps with Dak Prescott I think was very relevant. Uh, some of the offensive line combinations, uh, I think, stood out. You had Matt Farniak, who started left guard, but he also played right guard. He took snaps at center. Um, you had Josh Ball playing both right guard and right tackle. Matt Willetsko played some right tackle. Uh, Chuma Doga, even though we've heard about some flexibility with him, all we saw him do was left guard. And as you mentioned, the only thing we saw Tyler Smith do was left tackle. There was no other work for him other than left tackle while we were out there. Uh, so some interesting offensive line combinations, to be sure. Uh, I really, really wish Terrence Steele would have been healthy and available to practice because I would have been incredibly interested to see who was taking snaps where. Um, but, you know, overall, that was, you know, kind of my biggest takeaway was what was going on with the offensive line. No Zach Martin. He was there for practice. He had not come out until after you left, Brian. He did show up and strength. Yeah. Um, but he he was physically at the building, just not practicing. Um, but I, I do think that the Schoonmaker thing was of note. Schoonmaker also at one point, it looked like he may have tweaked something. He was talking to Jim Maurer for a little bit. He was kind of stretching some stuff, uh, had, you know, taken off a few reps at one point, did come back in. I saw him catch a couple passes. Um, so that was encouraging to see that he had come back, but it looked like he was dealing with something. And that's something that you would hate to see. You would hate to see him get sidelined with any sort of a soft tissue thing, Brian, uh, because we saw last year how much that put Jalen Tolbert behind. Yeah, that and that and that was something that clearly, I, you know, we remember Washington, the receiver Tolbert. They were kind of working together over off the side, and you know it, that that was the. As much as I hate to say it, Bobby, that that put Jalen Tolbert on the absolute wrong foot going forward. He just never ever was able to recover. I don't know if it if it affected the way that he. Uh, you know, he got into camp. Uh, I'm you know, sure he was healthy. He was trying to practice, but those were reps that he missed. You know, those were those were opportunities to line up. And then now you're at training camp. You know, you're you're having to go out there. You're having to learn. You're having to perform. He just didn't do a very good job of it. And if I can mention one other thing, Bobby, and you could kind of maybe um, expand on it a little more. Was uh, Kelvin Joseph playing free safety? And uh, you know, I saw some reports from. 
the Michael Gelkins and the Todd Archers and the John Machotas of him actually making plays from a free safety spot. So I, here I am, a transfer a transition from Tolbert to Joseph. But man, that that's that, that might be a good sign that uh, these uh, that these coaches have figured out Kelvin Joseph is a free safety. You know, might be the the best avenue for him to travel. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, so I, I didn't see, <clears throat> I, I, I think I saw a couple reps where he was lined up in a, a pseudo safety, pseudo corner, corner role. Most of the reps he took at practice were apparently nickel, uh, yeah. were nickel snaps. But he was working with the free set, was working with the safety group and all the drills, which I thought was interesting. Somebody made mention to me later. Uh, nobody at the team, just another person on the beat, had made mention to me later. They said, uh, you know, Jordan Lewis a lot of times takes snaps with the safety group too, and he's a nickel guy. And so it could just be an issue of they're basically doing some some cross training of sorts, or just having him divide up. Into is it that- dime? Is it dime stuff? Ten? Is it the is it the, the six defensive backs, or is it? Did no, you so notice it's, 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 there there was a, a point where the the group working out was all the corner like I mean he was Joseph was the only corner in a group with all the safeties doing their normal drills. Okay, with, oh uh, okay, I see, I see. So yeah. he was doing Joe Witt drills. Al Harris's group with the corners over there. Kelvin Joseph was not in there. Yeah, now, I, I I thought that was interesting. I haven't noticed that before that Jordan Lewis works with the safeties a lot, but I did have somebody tell me later that they think Jordan Lewis does that pretty frequently. Um, so it could just be a sign of the type of work they get the nickel guys into. It's something for us to run down. But look, I think regardless, Kelvin Joseph is doing different things. Kelvin Joseph had been a boundary corner here. This was not yeah. a nickel safety, whatever you want to say it is. They're clearly trying out some different things with him. And, you know, Michael Galkin at the Dallas Morning News had pointed something out that I think was uh, a rather astute observation, which was you already have C.J. Goodwin here. You've got your your defensive back that doesn't really play defensive back. He's just kind of a special teams player. Right. You can't really afford to have two of those guys sitting on your roster, taking up room in your DB room. It's a good Kelvin point. Joseph has to get it together. They've got to yeah. find a hole for him because if they can't find one on defense, he's going to be out on the street. Yeah. I, you know, that's I, the, the one thing about him is with Kelvin Joseph, the, you know, the fact that he is uh, the flyer, the gunner, whatever you want to talk about, there's a guy that could play well in space. There's a couple of times where he had penalties. Remember where he bumped into, uh, you know, uh, you know, returners and it missed the fair catch and maybe not aware and all that. The only thing that maybe could keep Kelvin Joseph from being a decent safety is if he doesn't have the ability to see, if he doesn't have the ability to understand. But you kind of, you know, the penalties he got on those those returns. You know, that's that's a, that's a concern. But the fact that he's willing to tackle the way he plays in space, uh, maybe that's maybe that's the right route that maybe Dan Quinn and him, at least through one practice, and again, one OTA practice, uh, you know, that we saw the fact that they've already shifted him over to safety, I think was uh, is maybe that maybe that's the right the right way to go with the guy that, that's got a little physicality to his game. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's uh... 
it's not just a little physicality. I think the best trait Calvin Joseph has shown as a pro, even when he's playing defense, when he's playing corner, is he he's not afraid to get physical. He's not afraid yeah. to tackle. Uh, I think the final game of the 2021 season against Philly, I, I think he had 11 tackles that game at the corner yeah. spot. So he's very physical, very willing to to get in there and make a play. You just want the coverage to be better. You want him to be more yeah. disciplined. Uh, and and honestly, what you want is you want him to, to grow up and be a pro. Uh, yeah. The Cowboys have had the their maturity factor. That's the thing that might get Sam Williams too. You know, every when everybody's talking about the level, of what Sam Williams, the edge, what he could be, it's maturity. Kelvin Joseph, Sam Williams, those are the maturity questions there. Absolutely, I think that's a big part of it. And you know, it it's interesting to see that yesterday with. Jordan Lewis out, Trayvon Diggs out, uh, you know, Kelvin Joseph, they're having to try out these different things with him, have him do different things because, and they had Nashawn Wright on the boundary, somebody who struggled himself at times. Yeah. Hey, Bobby, can I run through something real quick here? And it just made me, we were talking about Jordan Lewis and it's funny because our friends at blogging the boys came out with a, a list of three veteran cowboy players that could be traded, you know, or, or would be trade assets or chips and Jordan yep. Lewis is on that list. Uh, Dorrance Armstrong, Jordan Lewis, and Dante Fowler. And I asked my gang of seven about the rankings of where they would put those guys as far as who would you want on your team. Can I just run through a couple of those and yeah, just kind yeah. of let you? Because Dor, okay, this one of my guys on Gang of Seven, uh, he ranked him this way as far as trade chips is how its teams would come after him. And it just maybe give you a little bit of idea, but I don't think they're going to trade any of these guys. I'm just telling you what these guys, what these teams thought. Sure. Dor- Dorrance Armstrong was number one for a team. Uh, Jordan Lewis was second, and Dante Fowler was third. And that was that was uh, that was one of the teams that I'm I'm dealing with. The second one was see if I could get that uh, Fowler. My guy, one of my guys said Fowler. He wouldn't think that Fowler would have much value. He, you know, because he was just available. He says Jordan Lewis coming off the injury. He says Armstrong's the most affordable. So there again, there's another a little bit of a different uh, a different mix uh, from a team. And then the third team that I said Fowler Lewis Armstrong is what they had there. So you can kind of get a little bit of an idea about where people Jordan Lewis. If Jordan Lewis wasn't injured. I, I think that you know I now he he might very well be your starter. Bland is going to give him everything that he has there. Bland is going oh, to. I, I, Bland I think is that's going Bland's to job to lose. I think I, that's Bland's you job. Think, to you lose. think so too? You think it's yeah. Bland? So all of a sudden now, if you're talking about Jordan Lewis and trade possibilities, he's either ranked second or third. You know, off that uh, off that list that blogging the boys had. Uh, that they were talking about possible trade assets or chips. You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.